self-worth in intimate relationships, right? Whoa, right? So we can go so many different directions with this topic, but I think I may return back to this um, a couple seasons from now to really dissect um, self-worth as a separate entity and intimate relationships and really talk about how, you know, the two will say converge. So there is a term out there in the, or a statement out there in, you know, uh, we'll say the psychological and spiritual communities that says every woman marries her dad. Every guy marries his mom. And in my personal experience, I've definitely seen some facts, (laughs) some serious facts to that. But I can even say from more of a textbook um, perspective as well, like in learning a life coaching or in learning neuro-linguistic programming, you learn how there is an element of what we look for in other people that is directly related to what we did or didn't receive in our childhood or growth and development. Like, if he was a guy who grew up with a overbearing mother that was extremely controlling, in most cases, your mother took away your voice. So I've learned you find that in areas of like extreme insecurity or extreme um, defense, right? You can have a female who grew up with the overbearing mother, right? And as a woman, it wouldn't necessarily take away your voice in a sense, it kind of more so diminishes it. But in that fight, it creates like this ferocious lion that picks apart any man, woman, boy or child that she comes that that comes in her wrath, you know, in the in the path of her wrath. So these little mini monsters that we have created or that we've dressed up, you know, that were the creations of our environments, hey, we take them joints right into uh sweetheart mode. <laughs> like we take them joints right into our relationships. So if I am a person that I was raised in a house that whatever I wanted, I got. I may not understand the value of working for certain things. Now I've gotten in a relationship with the same type person. So now the relationships be the relationship becomes a long ass sparring match. Because if I'm used to always getting my way and you're used to always getting your way, 
meaning neither one of us are used to or in some cases open to compromise that's not gonna work or even if you have a mix of someone who is you know more passive based on you know their their growth and development and you have a person who is you know a lot more forthwith that sometimes creates points of contention so it's like just at that basic level you taking you into an intimate relationship with someone else can get tumultuous so now we throw in the element of self-worth so we go back to um self-worth in the family structure right and that our, our our placement or specific position or our typecast um of of person or placement in our families sometimes is the complete opposite of the person that we are or even try to be in the social world right outside of family so we find in like elements of like self-worth what you what you felt like you were ostracized or picked on in your family about you minimize those things in a social setting and then you maximize the opposite or the end of the spectrum of that right remember we still take all of that into intimate relationships right so that's from the family structure right so then we talk about an element of the social structure which is friendships interpersonal relationships how you relate so you take the same aspect of how you relate or related in family to the groups of people who are you know in a sense your extended family so now we're dealing with levels of classism so based on my level of self-worth because some people are just not built from the jealousy perspective right and some people that's just how they're wired like they see something and because they don't have it they dislike it and in some cases they don't seek to get it they just dislike it because it's something that they know that they don't have but you also have people who are at the very opposite of that who really looks at it looks at it in no regard of self so and then of course you know we have different people along this the the spectrum but really understanding how we take these different aspects of ourselves into an intimate space and we we haven't even gotten to the um sexual aspect or the sexual season of this show because we're really going to delve into sex from the um, spiritual emotional and physical aspects but we're also taking that into the sexual aspect of these relationships as well right and like again like i said like my podcasts aren't like a you know dump on a session i believe in getting to the point of contention or the, the the place of conflict in order to fix or resolve the problem right so um i don't ever come with the problem without you know a necessary resolve right so 
we take these different aspects of ourselves into intimate relationships, right? And, you know, Shorty, who I was in love with, you know, I had to talk to her every day. We were falling asleep on the phone, like old school type. I look seven to 10 years later, now she's my baby mama that I can't stand. Or I was telling all my friends about him. Like, he was so cute. I liked the way he brushed his hair. Like, I was sneaking him in my window, blah, 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 blah. Seven to 10 years later, literally the thought of this nigga is like disdaining for you. And most times, especially in our community, most times is because of the mix of those traumas and those issues. And like, here's the thing, like, of course, while you're experiencing these things as a kid, you're not thinking, you know, seven to 10 years down the road, right? But then when you get seven to 10 years down the road, a lot of us have, you know, these shoulda, woulda, couldas. And I'm a person that's like, a shoulda, woulda, coulda never really makes no sense. Like, I can't go back and, and change that. However, now that I've come to the realization of what that was and where I am, I can be different from what I realized. And that's an element that I feel we don't take into relationships because the level of understanding is thrown out of the window and it's exchanged for tolerance. And most people who are I don't want to use the word damaged because I don't feel like any person can ever be 100% healed of all things. I feel like we are always overcoming things. You may come to different levels of awareness, um, different levels of, of realizations where um, there are things that don't um, affect you in the way that they did. However, if you're living in a human form, if you're living in a human body, there will always be something that you're working through that you're getting past. Now, you can be at a place where you have more control over it than it does over you. However, I don't feel like um, anyone can realistically be a master of anything. We are all still living, learning. We're just on different levels um, and different levels of realization or realism and different levels of understanding. However, taking those different mixes and matches into relationships based on our growth and development is what really creates a lot of the issues, right? Because you meet someone as a kid and y'all grow and create a relationship and then you realize you don't like each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm a person that, like the younger people in my life, I always tell them to, yeah, like the little girl you like, like the little guy you like. However, get older, get older. Don't, don't pin yourself to a person at 17 years old and you haven't even had the experience of life, relationships or sex. You don't even know what, what options are for you. Um, and sometimes I feel like that can be tied into our self-worth as well. Like sometimes we're taught at a very early age to just settle. This isn't, this isn't even what I want or what I like this, this, <laughs> This is not even what I am typically or normally interested in. And understanding your, what's 
the word? I'm looking for it. Understanding your type and your, how the old people used to say, like, what gets you going? <laughs> like, understanding the different aspects of what your appetite is. You can't, you definitely won't learn that from 17 to 25 being tied to the same person. Now, I'm not, you know, anti-relationships. However, I believe in teaching like the, the younger generation to be wise, not to be impulsive, like how we were taught to be impulsive or um, not to be deceptive, how we were taught to be deceptive, to keep things in and, you know, have a negative effect or anger, which again, we take into relationships. <laughs> like literally all she said was, can you make sure you put your cup in the sink? Why she gotta be a bitch? But the buildup of not releasing takes it there. Literally, all he said was, oh, damn, I forgot to get the milk. Why he got to be a tired nigga who's a bum or, you know, any other uh, uh, derogatory term, we just like randomly throw at each other. But if we see somebody else do it, it's like we judge them for it. And my perspective of, of the word or the term judge is, is different from most in a sense because I feel like if I have a person or people in my life who I trust enough to give me sincere accountability, that's not judging. Judging is now I'm going to treat you differently because of what I know or what I've learned about you. Now, within the lines of safety, you feel me? Like, if you know a person to be a thief, and up until that point, you know that they haven't stole from you, <laughs> let me make sure my stuff is put up when they come around. You can still come around. Just let me make sure I lock my joint up. Anything I want that's, you know, valuable. I feel like, for me, judging is... Um, you can't come to my house no more. Nah, for me, you can still come in. <laughs> Just let me lock this up. <laughs> so we throw these terms at each other out of, you know, anger but it's built up anger from the last time or from the last time. And I don't even want to go through that door, but we find ourselves living with the people who we are in intimate relationships with, how we lived with our family. And, and you know that term, like when you're a kid, when your parents do something that you really don't like, when I get older or when I grow up and have kids, I'm not going to. It's the same thing in relationships. We just do it subconsciously. So if I saw my mother with this type of man and it was a favorable experience with my eyes, then this is the type of man that I look for because my mother had this type of man and he made sure he was blah, 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 blah. Hey, I'm not your mother's man though. Or 
if I saw my mother or my father have this type of relationship. So look, hey, every time uh, we woke up, my mother made sure this was blah, 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 blah. And she made sure this was this and this was like this. Hey, but she ain't your mom's. <laughs> so relationships are about meeting in the middle, in my perspective. Meeting in the middle, bringing what you have to the table and saying, I'm extending a level of trust and as we grow, we build. But you you have to be on the same page. Like if you're not on the same page, none of this is like working. You're just having good sex or mediocre sex and fun times. This is a person that you're fond of. But intimate relationships are about growing and building. I appreciate all my listeners. I appreciate the feedback. Um, you can go to TurekBaptiste.com for more information on me. I'm also Turek Baptiste on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse. So I really, again, look forward to connecting with some of my listeners, right? So definitely DM me. Send me feedback on the shows. Let me know what you think. Um, even topics that you may like to hear my perspective on. Um, 